welcome back to Walk-Ins. Welcome. I am excited about our episode today, but uh, as you're listening today, as you know, we help urgent cares and we help medical facilities triple their revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient care. Um, I'm so excited to have Leslie with us today. Let me do a quick introduction. So Leslie Ellison is first my friend, second a mom, third a business owner, fourth an entrepreneur, fifth all around awesome. I'm excited to have you. Welcome to the podcast today, Leslie. Thank you, Nick. Pleasure to be here. Hi, Michael. How are you? Nice to see you. All right, real quick. So you've been you've been in business in at least in the weight loss industry for about 27 years, and then back in 2014, you opened up your own uh, weight loss clinic called Weight of Wellness. Um, I did. You're married, and now your husband. um, I know him as Bubba, right? So then that means you know us. That's right. That's right. Um, and and Bubba owns a Alabama. business as well. Do what now? Right. So we yeah. do live in Alabama. There you, from Alabama, that's for sure, right? Um, so two children. You have Gavin, who's 18. He's in college. You have Ava. I believe she's in the eighth grade. And of course, your dog with the coolest name ever, Cash. Cash. That's right. So Leslie, before we begin, tell our audience one thing about you that nobody else knows. Um, I love lemons. I wasn't expecting with to say salt. <laughs> Lemons with salt. That's right. So if you had said lime with salt, we would have had a different conversation around. Margarita. Hey, I like lime but with you're... salt second. Okay. okay. All right. Lemon and salt. All so, right. So you can't just drop that on there and not give us some background. So we got to set a box of That's lemons right. and salt. Yeah, I know. It's just one of my favorite things. It's just a fun snack. So, but one I kind of keep hidden. Uh, That's funny. I love it. So tell us about your uh, entrepreneur journey. Uh, I know 27 years in the weight loss business. What makes you passionate about that? Well, I started, I was in nursing school at UAB and ha- had an opportunity to go into the clinical side and work in weight loss. And I worked for a company um, that I was able to manage for um, 21 years um, and a great experience, was able to kind of learn on somebody else's dime um, and was a great experience. And so in 2014, I decided to um, open my own medically supervised weight loss program. And that's how Weight of Wellness came about. I think that's outstanding. I think uh, it's weird in the climate we're in now. I know back in 2014, it wasn't a thing, but now you're seeing all these pop up uh, on social media, these fad type diets. And I know dieting has been around forever and I'm not necessarily talking about keto, um, but what I am talking about are, are these almost like a multi-level thing, but you're talking about medically supervised. That's Correct. radically different than what everybody's seeing online right now. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, sadly, I say that sometimes our industry um, as a whole can be somewhat shady um, or you're getting so much information from every avenue, social media, TV, newspapers, magazines, multi-level marketing, things of that sort. Um, and I think what's important is what differentiates us is that we're a medically supervised program. So we have registered dietitians here, nutritionists, nurses, a board certified physician um, in uh, obesity and also a primary care doctor. Um, so we have every aspect of nutrition covered. And I think what's important also to mention that I think accountability and structure and having a relationship with the people um, that you're working with and um, is really key to success. Absolutely. Um, so those relationships, I would also say even past the relationships. Now, uh, full disclosure, um, we work together. 
But what I mean by that is also you've helped me lose 48 pounds just That's on your right. program. And um, come on, now get back to it, right? So that being said, though, um, a lot of that was due. Yes, y'all provide the food, the support and all of that. But the one thing that I found most helpful in my journey was just the fact that somebody knew I was coming away on a Tuesday. Somebody yeah, knew and I think that, they were waiting. Yeah. Exactly. Everything in life, we do better if we have accountability and structure. And, um, and that's in all aspects of life. And so I think when we get a program and everybody's program's different, and the, the beauty of that is that, you know, life is going to change, the journey's going to change. And we want to be here to be your safe place to be your number one fan and biggest cheerleader. But also understand there's nobody in your friend circle that loves food or entertaining or having a drink socially uh, more than we do. So most importantly, we want to find balance. And for each person, that's a little different. Um, some people come here and use our dietitians to help them with wiser food choices and shopping the perimeter of the grocery store and helping them plan what they're putting in their mouth each day. And then some people are lazy, like a lot of us, and they like to use um, the product just to give them some other great sources of protein. And what product does, it's, it's not a necessary thing, but you'll often see that a lot of programs now use product. And the point of that is really trying to pull the patient away from making the decision and kind of putting them in a controlled environment. And oftentimes it can just be replacing a couple of snacks a day that can make a huge impact. And I often tell people that small changes can make big differences. So when you couple that with a plan, trying to get in here and weigh in weekly, getting your water in. And then certainly we have lots of tools that you can use. I tell people all the time, you don't have to come here and do everything that we offer to be successful. So the, the nice thing is people can pick and choose what they do week to week. Every week's kind of a new week. So you don't have to hang your hat on any certain program as we go. Um, and there's going to be changes. And so the important thing is that we service our patients and they know that they have a relationship with us, which I think is key. Nice. I, one thing I was, I was, as I was listening to you, cause you talk about how much different you guys are from a lot of what, what Nick was saying. Um, how, how do you push out? What is your messaging to the to people that don't know much about you, like how, how you've overcome the, I'm not just someone that's going to give you a, a pill or I'm just going to do every other weight loss potential. How, what kind of messaging did you have to come up with that people were attracted to that convinced them that this is a more holistic approach, not just a one. Cause when you said, Hey, we help them with their shopping in terms of what they should be shopping for. Like I've never heard of people doing that. So I think it's fantastic. Right. So, right. so to me, from your standpoint, what was, what's been the most effective messaging to get that out there? I think that we're open to every lifestyle that we understand people have children, they're involved in sports and extracurricular activities. People's lives are busy. And so I really try to connect with them to find out where their strengths and weaknesses are in regards to eating on a daily basis. And what I mean by that is basically we need sources of protein to get through the day and it's kind of like a fuel for our body. And so a lot of times we can take just a couple of things they're doing a day and tweak and, and make some big differences. And then you couple that with getting their water in, that accountability, that structure, and then any other tools that may be helpful for them is good. But more than anything, I think the relationship, we yeah. are so quick to, um, to make bad decisions and then beat ourselves up for it. And I often tell people that it's really what you do after 
that bad meal or that bad day or that bad weekend. Um, don't let that detour you from having a better day the next day. So we're not big. We're big on really cuddling and and really trying to um, give you that little swift kick in the tail gently. Um, but to be your your accountability and and success uh, to keep you to, to be successful. And I think the biggest thing is allowing people to see a difference each week tends to keep them motivated and focused which mm-hmm. keeps their head in the game. And if we, human nature is if we see a good result, we don't mind working for it. But if we don't see a result, then we end up throwing our hands in the air and quitting. And, oh, yeah. you know, as to all the other programs, there's not bad programs out there. It's just what you're looking for. And I feel like Way to Wellness can really um, help in every avenue. It's just a matter of people needing that accountability and that structure and understanding the importance of it. Nice. I think one of my favorite things, you know, we've worked together for a long, long time in other business avenues and other things. Um, I've never one time heard you beat up another company, another opportunity. That's so important. Um, I love that about you and how you. operate your entire team. I love that. Um, all of that, you get to this place where, you know, you step in, well, this is why you don't want to do business with them or this, that, and the other. How have you, how have you created that mindset? Well, I think there's a lot of good programs out there. You have to find your people. And mm. sadly enough, you your know, drive. Like- I love it. Yeah, one week, you know, everybody's doing keto. And then the next week, everybody's intermittent fasting. And then the next week, we're all buying apple cider vinegar because we saw it in a little cute magazine sitting on a counter that said we could lose 20 or 30 pounds. We're doing all of these things. And then when we don't see a result, human nature is that we love instant gratification. So if we don't see a result within, you know, a week, and of course we want to lose 30 pounds in a week, right? That's human nature. Um, And when we don't see that happen, what happens is we throw our hands in the air and we quit. And then we move to the next thing. And oftentimes our bodies are saying, hey, Nick, Leslie, Michael, what are y'all going to do today with me? And so a lot of times just getting somebody on a plan to where they have some other options or some better options. And to be quite frank, a lot of people are just not educated and they try to look at macros and micros and it gets a little bit confusing. And so they get um, somewhat frustrated because it's overwhelming. And so I think our approach is to try to keep it as simplistic and easy for the patient And, you know, even if somebody comes in and they want to use a few of the tools to kind of get their party started, the most important thing is if they see that good result, it gets their head straight and then they're more willing to make better decisions outside of here. So coupling all those things together tend to work really well. Nice. That's good. It is. I like that. Mm. Cool. I'm trying not to cannibalize all the questions today. No, you, Michael, you're, you're good at this. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you one thing that if if I were listening to this podcast as a consumer, not as the one hosting it, um, one thing that I would want to know from you is what is your secret to repeat business? Every medical facility thrives on repeat business, not just the one and done. So what's your secret? I think service. Um, We want the patient to understand that, you know, we beat ourselves up enough when we fail. 
Um, mm. And so we're really big about, look, let's not let what we did yesterday detour us from having a better day today. So I always want our patients to feel very comfortable. Um, you know, I often refer to, let's say that we get our hair colored or, or highlighted or whatever. Mine tends to be really gray. So I go get my hair, you know, colored and everything every six weeks or so. It would be like during COVID if I went and got a color and tried to did it, do it myself and it came out really bad. A lot of people are like, well, you know, I'm going to get back in, but I'll get back in in a couple of weeks when I lose the three to five pounds that I gained because I was on vacation or had a holiday or we're tailgating or whatever. And I try to tell people, don't think that way. We're not going to be here to judge you. We're here to hold your hand and help you through the process. So um, when you show up at the beautician or the hairdresser and you've colored your hair and they've you've got a double to fix it, you know, or pay double to fix it, then we've got a problem. So a lot of times when we push it out and we don't accept responsibility and move forward, just kind of get yourself out from under the wagon, dust yourself off and move forward. Um, we tend to do better. But a lot of times when we push it out, then that week we end up doing uh, not as well. We gain a pound or two and then we've got five or seven on instead of two or three. And so the biggest thing is just staying on top of it. And I try to tell people there's nothing in our lives that we love. We don't have to maintain. And so same oh, thing with so this. True. We, we want to offer a free lifetime maintenance program, which is super important, almost more important than the program itself, because I oftentimes hear people say, oh, you know, I did a program and I put my weight back on. Um, in a soft, gentle way, I try to explain to them that doing a program you don't put your weight back on because you do a program. You put your weight back on because you resort back to bad habits. So right. we offer the free lifetime maintenance program. And trust me, I come see myself a good two or three times a year. Um, but we offer that to give the patient that encouragement to stay with it. And they're so much healthier. They're off, uh, you know, some of their medications. They feel more confident. There's just so many different aspects that it affects in our life. And so if we can get on some type of pattern, it doesn't mean that we want to, you know, that you have to be dieting forever um, or every day or every week. But if you keep yourself a little bit on a short leash, it doesn't let you get out of control. So it just mm -hmm. becomes a little bit more easy to maintain. And I think that's key to the maintenance. The important part is to also understand that a lot of people get a little sassy once they get to where they feel good and they think they've got it under control. And I try to impress upon them getting in, getting in here weekly or bi-weekly. At that point, it's free of charge. So if you don't utilize it, then you're not going to do well, you know. Um, and I really try to make people understand that you've put this much effort into it. You've improved your health. You feel better. Um, you've kind of beat some of the gene pool that we pick up later in life. And so if we can get on that habit of just checking in, kind of like we go to the dentist twice a year, you know check in monthly or whatnot. And it just doesn't let you get too far out of control. It's a lot easier to manage gaining three, four, five, six, seven, eight, even 10. That's maintenance. But what's important is not letting that elevate to 12, 14, 18, 20 pounds. And then we're picking up more medications. We're less secure about ourselves. We don't feel as good. We start kind of being a little bit more um, hermits at home. And so it just, it really, uh, it really takes care of every aspect of life. If you can, and there's, you know, there's little in life we can control now. And right. so control what we can. I often hear um, people say, you know, dieting's hard, you know, being overweight is hard. Losing weight is hard. You pick your hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
being sick is hard. <clears throat> yeah. And being You're tired exactly is hard. Right. So not um, feeling good is hard. <laughs> I, I love the the quote. I, I wish I could give credit to the proper person, but you'll live with the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. You're exactly right. Oh yeah. That's so good. that should yeah. be on a poster. I could I could put that all over this office and stare at it and cry. <laughs> That's all correct. right. So so um think back to when you started way to wellness. You you come out of I mean, you know what you're doing, but you had to start somewhere and build your uh, your tribe, as you like to say it, your 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 people. Um, what is the thing that you if you look back and you could talk to Leslie, uh just starting business owner. What is the thing that you would tell her to do first in business from a marketing perspective? What's the first thing you would do? Um, I would probably say um, because I'm just not as educated in marketing and stuff, I've always been fairly good at hiring out things that I'm not good at. And so I found very quickly that keeping up with social media and SEO and website management and and all of those things, I was spending so much time doing that, that I wasn't doing anything else really well. And so I found that, you know, me working with you guys has been such a blessing because it's taken such a load off. Um, and it's made me be able to focus in the areas that I do better. There you go. So, so hire to your weaknesses so Absolutely. that you can thrive in your strengths. You're exactly right. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really not good at delegating um, <laughs> because, you know, most of us, we like to do everything ourselves because nobody's going to do it as good as we do. Um, but I found very quickly that, um, you know, my staff, I don't have a lot of turnover and they're very capable of um, running this clinic. But, I, you know, I often hear people say, well, why don't you franchise? Um, I don't think you can franchise people. You know, and I think that our staff is very special and very important. And they see that our patients, that this is not a cancer unit. This is not the chiropractor or the, or the you know, the GYN or the, um, or the psychiatrist, although we play that sometimes. Um, but, you know, this is not a place people have to come. So we want their experience to be as good and exciting as it can be. Um, I tell people, you know, we can go at this and you can come out of the gate like a raging bull chasing a red flag and we can go very restrictive. But then there's also people that do better doing slow and easy wins the race. So, right. you know, you don't have to come here and do everything to be successful. I try to tell people to try things and pick and choose the things that work well for them and then don't let the other things be a burden. So I think it's very important that we um, we find a program that works for each person, but knowing that that program and that journey is going to change and us be willing to change with that. Um, and it doesn't mean that if it changes that they're not doing as well or whatever, that's life, you know, life changes and we have to adjust. So there's going to be times where we are better some weeks than others. And whether that's because of vacations or, or, you know, events outside of the home and that sort of thing. But for the most part, if we can get a plan then we often have better choices made because we have some of the simplistic options of the tools that we offer here. Nice. So one thing you had mentioned was talking about experience. Even everything that you've talked about, you're, you're so focused on your patient's experiences, right? Making sure it's just positive throughout. So internally pulling back the curtain on you guys, what are some key measurables that you use for that 
patient experience. Like, what are some key things that are important to you that you measure to make sure it's being done properly for your patients? Well, the first thing we do is typically a patient's going to call and inquire. They're going to speak to our front desk or whatnot. And initially, we want them to actually come in for a free consultation. And this is where I'll sit down with them one-on-one, just just me and them. And, And honestly, we do a lot of crying in here because usually (laughs) weight's related to other things or either we laugh because there's been issues in life like COVID. I call it COVID-19, like freshman 15. It hasn't been really friendly to any of our weight um, because we were in levels of uncertainty and things like that. And so what did we do? We were home more. We ate out of character more. um, And then when we, when we're a little bit, um, feeling uncertain, we tend to drown ourselves in sorrows, you know? So the biggest thing we want them to do is come in and number one, have a consultation. And that just gets an idea of how much they're wanting to lose, what they've done in the past that's been really good for them, kind of what they do on a daily basis in regards to their eating. Do they eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks in between? And we can kind of identify some of their problem areas if needed. Um, And then also talk with them about other tools that may help them if they have a desire or if they're medically able. But we do the free consultation at the free consultation. I actually give them a few little a little goodie bag. It's free of charge. And it's really just to allow them to go home and kind of test taste some of the stuff and see what they think. And this just gives them an idea of how aggressive they want to go. And it also lets them dip their toes in the water to see you know, do I even want to use product? Do I, do I like the idea of this? And it kind of sets the precedence for what the first week looks like, which again, you don't have to hang your hat anywhere, but you know, if they come in and they start a little bit aggressive and they see that good results, again, it gets their head straight and it keeps them motivated and focused, but we do, um, weekly weigh-in. So when they come in after their consult, if they decide to proceed, they'll make an appointment for a medical evaluation. And the medical evaluation is with Dr. Real and the dietitians. And we do a little bit of lab work, an EKG, a medical evaluation, an in-body. And then we also meet with the dietitian to kind of come up with the plan. And we're going to do that with the patient. So that way we have a a level of what they feel comfortable with and that sort of thing. And then we're going to go over a packet that basically helps them know what the day looks like, some little uh, tips and tricks that we can help them with. If they're eating, um, you know, food outside of here from the grocery store or restaurants or drive-thrus, what we can help with them with making wiser decisions there. And then they leave here with everything they need. And then they typically come in for a weekly weigh-in. And that's what's important because then we can make changes. A lot of programs only do once a month. I think a lot of things, the leash can get long in a month and they can get off track. And seeing them weekly helps them stay on track and keeps it manageable to where if they're incurring problems or issues or struggling or getting a little burnout, we can make changes to where that way we don't let them go so long and let them be idling in in a, in a trouble, you know? And so I think that the accountability and the structure there is key. And then once they get to the point where they're happy with their weight, they can do our free lifetime maintenance program, but we have systems set up in our, in our software that's um, completely HIPAA compliant and all that, but it can let us allow us to know, hey, if people have missed a weigh-in, do we need to reach out? We're not going to bug you. You got to be ready to do this, you know, and you got to have your head in the game, but we always want them to know that we're here no matter what. That's Yeah. So listen, you talk about that. What I was gathering was you listen first, you give a way to try before they buy. Uh, You do a full scope and plan with them once they feel invested Weekly weigh-ins versus a monthly, so the accountability is strong. 
And then you utilize some software to make sure you're not missing any opportunities to check back with them. So that's, that's pretty good. Like that's pretty, because to me, you're like, you're not just buying something from us. You're in, we're part of this journey with you, which is pretty But awesome. I tell people, I'm not here to peddle people product. Okay. I'm here to give them every tool that they can use to make it simplistic and easy. A lot of times when we're dieting, we're trying to watch our waistline or whatever, we've got different avenues coming from every, you know, social media and all those things that I mentioned before. But a lot of times people are just confused. They just don't understand. And so laying it out for them and giving them a plan often helps them not go to vending or or stop at the gas station and get a snacks. And, and you know, oftentimes a lot a lot of people can just make a couple of little changes and it'd be a big difference. Nice. Awesome. Well, we are getting toward the <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. We're getting toward the end of this podcast already. Right. So anything you want to add to tie it up? Yes. I always want to ask the <clears throat> question. So we we have people that are listening that are brand new in their medical facility. They are, I don't know, midway through, not really through at all. Like they, they've built some momentum in their business. Mm -hmm. and, and then we even have people who have 20, 25 locations uh, in their medical practice. Um, where you are in the business, what advice would you give to our audience just about marketing? And it doesn't have to be about us. I'm just talking about marketing in general. Stay on top of it because it's key to business. A lot of people do not track their advertising or their mm -hmm. marketing, and that's key to success, again, because a lot of times, I'll give you a friend since my husband and I own two, two separate businesses, so we're both self-employed. We have found in the years that a lot of the sources of advertising that he uses, he's had great success with, and then I go and try them, and they're not great for my business. So a lot of times, you need to be visual. A lot of times, you need to be uh, you know, some people use radio, some people use TV, a lot of things now are obviously SEO and uh, that sort of stuff. And so it's really important to stay on top of that to where you don't lose ground, because if you don't stay on top of it, you can get yourself in a bind or, or miss out on a lot of growth and um, increasing business. Oh, yeah, That's good. Stay on top of it, measure it, uh, kill what doesn't work, grow what does work. And then look at those other opportunities for things that you might not have thought of. Well, You're exactly right. we have, and we have an episode about budgets and stuff like that and how you need to measure things because you don't want to invest $20,000 in advertisement and don't know if it worked. <laughs> you, do, you know, I agree, but then I often have heard business owners say, oh, you know, we're down this month, so we need to cut advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop laughing because you have no idea how often that happens. <laughs> no, that's when you need to beef up, beef up your marketing or your advertising. That's when you need to get in touch with your marketing company and stay on top of it because just two or three, four months out of that can make a huge impact in, in monthly or yearly revenue. So yeah. don't be scared to do things that you don't know how to do. Just hire them out and make sure that you have a connection and a relationship with those people that you trust. Leslie, it's funny you bring that up. For me, it's like saying, hey, our business is struggling right now. Let's stop telling people we're in business. <laughs> like, You're exactly you right. That's you one tell of the more areas, people. Yeah, that's, that's one of those areas that you that people mistakenly change right. and, and decrease when they really should be looking at it, getting a handle on it, and increasing in order to change the pattern of business. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We, we thoroughly believe that word of mouth is the number one converting way to do business, but it is not scalable. 
and it's not scalable. It's not predictable. It's not something you can turn off and on. You have to have a strong plan B in the, in the marketing space. Obviously we prefer digital, but there's, I mean, you're on radio too. We, we don't discourage that. So um, all that to be said, the louder you are, the more people who know you there and whether they love you or they hate you, at least they know your name. There you go. Well, and a lot of times I feel like putting your name out there, you know, I don't put my name out there for every person to hear it to come here. What I put my name out there for is when people think of, hey, I need to really kind of get back in the gear of taking care of myself. I need to lose a little bit of weight. What do I need to look at? And and then when they when your business name is out there, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I know of that. I'm familiar with that. And then usually they're going to choose you because you stayed on top of your marketing. There you go. Y'all have been having a conversation with Leslie Ellison, myself, and Michael Ray. And uh, I like to say, uh, I've heard it said, you're the average of the people that you hang around with. And you've been hanging out with some some killer people today. So uh, I thank you for being on the podcast. I appreciate your friendship. Leslie, I don't even know if you know this, but you were the first person that did business with me that treated me like a a partner and not a vendor. And I appreciate that about you. That's very pure. Of well, I'm like. a... I'm excited to be here and to do this podcast. And I'm very, very thankful for the guy, for the work that you and your team do. So I appreciate you, Nick and Michael. Thank, Thank you, you so, much. so much. Well, we're going to have you back on in the future. I'm going to hold you to that. Hey, I look forward to it. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Uh, thanks All for right. listening to Walk-Ins. Welcome. And we'll catch you next week. See you. Have a great week, guys. You too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.